0: Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus. Because Jordan Love can't play football. Simple as that. This is going to be a predictable disaster with Jordan Love in Green Bay. This is the ZabeCast. From the mean streets of McLean, Virginia, to the Harvard of the West, UC Santa Barbara. You got 30 minutes for some honest conversation about sports, life, and more? Well, good. Buckle up and let's go! ho <laughs> ho December 5, 2023. Thank you for downloading. You are looking live at my brand new podcast toy, the Rode Rodecaster Duo miniature next-gen of podcast machines, for lack of a better word. And I'm on their Rode NTH100M headset where... You tell me, does the sound of this microphone and the processing I've got set to this particular setup, does it work for you? Does the sound quality meet or exceed your expectations? It's just me and you today, solo cast, and I'm trying something new. Because what would life be if you didn't experiment and try new things, right? Just me and you, but I've got 32 NFL things in honor of the 32 NFL teams. Now, I'm not covering every single team. I'm not going through every game. You guys told me, you said, look, I don't need you or even want you to go through every game and the score and who had how many yards passing and what happened in the games. We've already seen all that as fans. Okay, fine. How about 32 thoughts, 32 nuggets, 32 injuries that have come out in the wake of Sunday's games? That would be maybe a better way to do it. So, without further ado, let's get cracking on it. Item number one. The Jordan Love debate in Green Bay is over. This does not mean he's gonna be the next in a string of an impossible three straight Hall of Famers. I don't know what his upside is. I know his floor though is very high. And so the notion that, oh I don't know, Jordan Love may suck and is not worth the money to extend him, that ship has sailed. This kid is good. How good, the ceiling, don't know yet, but as far as the floor goes, no, you're going to want to keep this guy. The debate is over. Now, the contract for him is going to cost probably about $46 million per year in AAV. That's just the way contracts are for quarterbacks. Now, you're either all in or you're out, and nobody wants to be out in the desert wandering around looking for and trying to develop the next guy. Brian Gutekunst, their GM, has been doing a great job. We'll find a way to get the money, and they will extend Jordan Love at probably the earliest possibility, which is not, according to the CBA, until May the 4th, and may the 4th be with you. Goody, as you try to figure that out. Number two, Goody. This guy has been doing a phenomenal job as GM of the Packers. There are some local media types who have been banging the drums drum over the last couple of years. Fire Goody. Sounds good, right? Fire the GM. Fire Goody. If you believe that, sincerely, you're you're not a serious person. You don't you don't even know what you're looking at here. It's not just that Goody's gamble, which was to draft Jordan Love when Rodgers was already there and piss Rodgers off and waste three full years of what could have been Jordan Love's prime. It's not just that Goody's gamble is paying off. Look what else he's doing. He is on the verge of having a team that could make the playoffs while carrying a $47 million dead cap granite weight around their neck for the Rodgers deal. They lost David Bakhtiari, their left tackle. They traded Razul Douglas, maybe their best hall, ball hawking corner. And he's been layering in talent Goody has on defense. Devontae Wyatt, Quay Walker from Georgia, At defensive end and linebacker. Rashawn Gary just got paid. Lucas Van Ness, come on, let's go. The rookie out of Iowa is starting to flash. On offense, Watson and Dobbs at wide receiver two years ago. Reed and Wicks, the top two receivers taken this year. Two tight ends taken this year and Musgrave and Kraft. And then Malik Heath has been getting touches and looks and targets and making plays the last two weeks. He's their fifth guy. So they' got layers of young talent, youngest team in the league. They're about to get Jordan Love under contract next offseason. His ceiling unknown, floor is very high, though, and the Packers have five count them five picks in the first three rounds in April. He's killing it. Goody is doing a phenomenal job. Number three: NFL hypocrisy. Let's just see what happens. shall we, kids? on this Dom DeSandro incident with the Eagles and the Niners. For those that might have missed it, the head of security, who's been with the Eagles for like 25 years, a typical Jersey and or Philly meathead by the name of Dom DeSandro decided, oh, I'm going to get in and act like a tough guy, one of the players. This after Dre Greenlaw picked up and suplexed Waffer Finn Wide receiver Devontae Smith on the sideline. Look, football's a rough game, but what the fuck are you doing getting involved? Greenlaw didn't like it. He reached out and just flicked the nose or the chin of DeSandro. Both guys were ejected, but gee, what do you think is the more... who, who, Who got the better end of that deal? The Eagles losing a sideline guy? Now, there are stories I've seen that say, you know, DeSandro may lose access or may be fired as a result of this. I would doubt it. The NFL is probably going to show their full hypocrisy yet again by doing nothing or giving a slap on the wrist when they're eager to fire videographers who uh, to dare to celebrate after giving their cell phone to Tyree Kill. Speaking of NFL hypocrisy, so, you know, they do that thing with the vide- videographer last week. This is the same NFL that allows somebody who is on not on trial yet, but he will, he's facing charges, actual charges of sexual assault. The NFL, which claims to be, yes, we want to be sensitive to all these issues regarding sexual assault and domestic violence, bullshit. Patrick Mahomes' brother, Jackson Mahomes, facing actual criminal charges for sexual assault of the restaurant owner in Kansas City. Oh, he was allowed in the suite in Kansas City with Brittany, Mahomes, and Taylor Swift. NFL didn't swoop in and go, whoa, 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 whoa. They'll ban a fan for life from stadiums for throwing a snowball. But if you're Jackson Mahomes, no, sure, we'll let you in the stadium. <laughs> sexual assault, no, what? Never heard of that. Item four, Zach Wilson apparently does not want to go back in at quarterback. This, according to a report in The Athletic, saying when the Jets decided they were going to turn back to Wilson after their ill-fated foray the last couple weeks with a combination of Tim Boyle and Trevor Simeon, something, by the way, I predicted. Do I get credit for that? Do I need to go back and pull the sound bites? And I said, you watch. They'll be begging for Zach Wilson in two weeks. They are now literally begging. Zach Wilson apparently has indicated to people, and Diana Rossini of The Athletic is in on this reporting, she's a big Jets girl herself, that Zach Wilson is afraid of getting hurt because he's been sacked a million times. He also realizes, hey, you guys hate me. You hate me, you don't think I'm any good, which is probably true, but I've been a good soldier since the moment you acquired Rodgers. I've done everything. I've kept a positive attitude. When you needed me to play, I played hard, as hard as I could. And then you're like, ah, this guy sucks. Let's try Boyle. I knew it wasn't going to be any better. Other people with brains knew it wasn't going to be any better. Now you want me back? Fuck off. Number five, Brock Purdy is your MVP betting favorite right now. That's right. He is your betting favorite right now according to the oddsmakers, MVP, Mr. Irrelevant, quarterback, the most scrutinized time and money invested position in the NFL, and 32 NFL teams, including the Niners, passed on him one, two, three, four, five, six times before the Niners said, yeah, okay, fine. It's the dumbest thing ever. You know, there's no rule, and I looked this up, against carrying five, six, seven quarterbacks on your roster. Now it's not ideal, because you can only play one at a time. So that's a bit of an exaggeration. However, there's a lot of extra DBs and extra guards and linemen and other non-essential players that are routinely on the final 53, that are routinely left inactive on game day. You know it, and I know it. When is an NFL team gonna say, shit? We're going to carry five quarterbacks on our active roster during the season, and yes, a bunch will be inactive. They're just going to have to like it because we can't have too much depth. It's kind of embarrassing the league has to call off the couch a guy like Joe Flacco who's going to get his second start for the Browns, but Brock Purdy, your perhaps MVP, was sitting there for seven rounds and nobody wanted him. Tell me the NFL experts know more than you do sitting on the couch. They kind of do, but then again, they kind of don't. Item number six. The officiating was terrible at the end of the Packers-Chiefs game. The P.I. that was not called on Carrington Valentine of the Packers for going over the back of Marquez Valdez-Scantling was completely egregious. It was as egregious as... The previous play, where Jonathan Owens, aka Mr. Simone Biles, merely bumped into shoulder to shoulder a Patrick Mahomes, who was clearly without doubt in bounds while scrambling for a first down. This has led my friend Ross Tucker, and I consider him a friend. He was on our show in DC on a regular basis a lot of years. I pimped his invention, the ball cannon, which was a little thing that would fling a football in the air so you could run routes and catch footballs when you had no friends to play with. Ross Tucker has now written a column saying, review everything. Man, there couldn't be a worse recommendation if you tried. It will never be perfect. It can't be perfect. I just wish replay wasn't making the real-time officiating worse, which it is. The paranoia at getting downgraded because you didn't protect quarterback X is getting worse. That's why they throw flags like this for when a quarterback is still in bounds and fighting for one extra yard to get a first down. Again, I'll say it for the millionth time. Quarterbacks that want to run, have fun. Watch out, though. Keep your head on a swivel. It's rough out there. Get rid of all penalties that are designed to, quote, protect the quarterback on scrambles. Slides near the sidelines, out of bounds, you name it. Item number seven. The commanders apparently are committed to Ron Rivera finishing the season. Good luck getting there. (laughs) It looks like a long swim from here until January 7th. Rivera actually took over defensive play calling duties for the first time in four years, which means he had to actually do something in their blowout loss to the Dolphins. Obviously, whatever he did was no better than Jack Del Rio. Item nine, Boomer and Geo on the fans say the Jets must draft a quarterback with their first pick coming up in the spring. They currently are sitting on, I think, the sixth overall pick. Don't quote me on that. It's up there, though. God, I want them to do that so bad and then just see what Aaron Rodgers will react and how he will react. Imagine he goes to the new team to be the guy for a couple of years, gives back an unprecedented $30 million as just a thank you. Like, okay, all right, 100 million, that's too much. I'll keep 70, here's 30 million back. Go buy some players. Yeah? Who do you want, Aaron? Well, I've got these friends. Uh Uh-huh, are they any good? Oh, yeah, they're great. Jets buy Rodgers' friends. Friends suck. Everyone hates him. Now they're going to draft a quarterback. And Rogers is going to have to sit there and put a smile on or retire again. Who knows? Item number nine. My friend and former pseudo-colleague on another station, Grant Paulson on WJFK, tweeted out one of the touchdown passes to Tyreek Hill in the commander's game and said, A, this is an amazing clip because what a terribly thrown ball, and yet Tyreek Hill somehow finds a way to adjust his route and track it down anyway. Tyreek Hill himself responded by saying, bad take, I actually ran the wrong route. I was supposed to be more inside, but Tua realized that I was not where I should be and put a little bit of extra air underneath it so I can make adjustments. This is great on many levels. One, that Tyree Hill is sticking up for his quarterback. Two, is that he can correct and or, you know, add context to a media person like Grant without making it a personal thing or being obsessed with clapping back on him. And you learn a bit more about, you know, the game itself. These routes, they're supposed to be run certain ways off certain landmarks, inside the hash, outside the hash, inside the numbers, outside the numbers. Stem it, you know, sharp, stem it at an angle. All these nuances that we don't know on the couch takes the players to explain it to us. Item number 10, Dak Prescott leads the NFL in lowest turnover-worthy plays as a percentage of throws. I don't know exactly how that soup is made or that stat gets calculated, but I know the nerds believe in it. Turnover-worthy plays, or TWIPS, leads the league in fewest uh, or lowest percentage at like 1.4% of turnover-worthy plays. Last year, Dak led the NFL in INTs, and people lost their minds. He's having a great year, but God help him if he loses a playoff game that's not the Super Bowl. The same narrative on DAC will come out yet again. Item 11, John Allen for the Commanders says he has, quote, 1,000% thought about wanting out and going somewhere else. Dude, you signed with the Commanders. You were drafted by them, which you had no choice, but then when it came time to get your money – You took their money. You wanted to stay there. What the hell did you think was going to happen? Good luck, buddy. Item 12, the Texans are legit good. They're not just exciting. They're not just gritty. They're legit good. And the funny thing is, C.J. Stroud, being as good as he is, actually helped get Frank Reich fired in another city even though Frank Reich may or may not have wanted to take Bryce Young. It'll never be fully clear who he wanted because these organizations always hide behind, well, it was a group decision. You know, some coaches said this, other personnel guys said that. No one coach, no one GM ever stands up and says, yep, I'm the guy that said take this dude because they know there's a 50-50 chance it's not going to work out. And that's going to be with them the rest of their career if they still have a job in the NFL. Item number 13, Kenny Pickett, surgery done for the year. Bad ankle injury, Mitch Trubisky, a.k.a. Sad Trombonsky, which is Church's best nickname to date, will likely get the start. Item 14, Patriots in full disaster mode. They lose to the Chargers six to nothing, which was not a scorigami. Hold that thought. Bailey Zappi was terrible, thirteen for twenty-five for a buck forty-one. Took five sacks along the way. They hate Mac Jones up there. There's a great stat about the Patriots coming up here in my thirty-two item rundown. You'll have to wait for it. But it is ugly, and apparently they're not even selling out the stadium. Or if they're selling out the games, not nearly everybody is going. You hate to see it, don't you? for a franchise that just had such a brief run of success. That's sarcasm, of course. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Zabcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Item 15, A.J. Dillon rolled into practice on Monday or Team meetings and media avail for the Packers with a T-shirt that said, Fox owes Jordan Love a turkey leg. (laughs) For those that might have missed it on Thanksgiving, for reasons no one's fully explained, the tradition of giving the winning players a big old turkey leg to hold and to chomp on didn't happen. And Aaron Andrews had to awkwardly say, you know what, we owe you a turkey leg, we don't have one, but we'll donate money in your name to a charity. Fuck that, where's my turkey leg? Jordan Love should end every interview after every win with, hey, you got a turkey leg on you anywhere? (laughs) And just keep dropping that Easter egg until somebody makes it right. Item 16, one of the great viral bits or viral clips of all time was the, I think, ESPN fantasy football promo with TJ Hushmanzada, then a wide receiver for the Bengals, a pretty good number two guy, with one of the guys in the fantasy league saying, Houshmazili, put it on the board, championship. Apparently, TJ has had to file a restraining order against a woman who is so crazed and is so obsessed with him that she has changed her, her name legally to Hushmanzada. That is a stage five clinger and a very mentally disturbed woman. Item number 17. Soft. I hate how soft everything is becoming now, especially in football. Not only are the hits on the sidelines like Patrick Mahomes flagged when they shouldn't be, but things like this the storm in Pittsburgh. There was a lot of rain and some red on the radar, and I guess lightning, and so they suspended the game not once, but twice. This used to never happen when we were growing up. And you can say, well, that's because we were dumb, because we we didn't appreciate that lightning can kill and we can't take chances. First and foremost, I was dubious that there could be lightning in December, but apparently there can be. A lot of it is this so-called thunder snow which I don't know if that lightning ever reaches the ground, actually. But the thing that kills me is, pardon the phrase, pardon the pun, if you will, you can't get everyone in a 70,000-seat stadium inside shelter. Inevitably, there's going to be at least 10 15 20% of people who have nowhere to go, and they're out in the stands. They're out in the bowl. So if there really is a lightning strike in the stadium, guess what? Somebody's likely getting smoked. Maybe fewer people will get smoked, and I guess that's a good thing, but someone getting it. Soft. Also, there was an injury in the Packer-Chiefs game in which Tariko said for NBC, there's just a bad injury here. We're not going to show it to you, but right now he's being taken off the field. This is the biggest bunch of bullshit ever. I say every football injury – should be replayed at least once. With a warning, fine. We're going to show you what happened to player X, but if you're a little bit squeamish or if it may disturb you, please look away. You show it once and you move on. It's not like a grizzly bear came out and ripped the leg off a player and he bled out on the field. Okay, fine. If that ever happens, don't show it. It's football. We know it's rough. Show it. I believe they showed the Damar Hamlin injury his Commodio Cordis incident multiple times I know this back in 1986 when Joe Theismann had his legs snapped like a twig by a Lawrence Taylor hip drop tackle oh that's right not only did they show it more than once they had a reverse angle that showed it even better and they played it on Monday Night Football Things have gotten so soft. It's ridiculous. Item 18. Last second shopping, anyone? The Eagles have signed Shaq Leonard, the former All-Pro with the Indianapolis Colts, and they say they believe that he still has something to give them on a one-year contract. He was playing less and less in Indy because of a variety of injuries, but the Eagles, having gotten shredded by the Niners, decided, yeah, we better pick somebody up before the season ends up. Item number 19, the Titans have fired their special teams coach, and with good reason. They had not one but two block punts. And I were smother punts. Using that technique the Patriots kind of introduced where they have a gunner run sideways to the line of scrimmage and then time the snap so he can carry some of that angular momentum with him into the kick. And block it more easily, or in this case, the punt. I believe that was done by the Patriots on field goals. This time it worked really well against punts and, well, someone going to get fired. It's going to be the special teams coach. The special teams coach in the NFL is like one of those red shirts. Red shirt or blue shirts? No, I think the insignificant cast members on Star Trek, they were red, right? Not blue. Well, they're like the security guard in any action movie at a big office building. They're the first ones to get murdered. <laughs> Poor special teams coaches. They're the ease, most easily fired guys in the NFL. Item number 20, score a gummy. The Dolphins, 45 to 15 win over the Commanders. Put it in the books. A new first time ever score in the NFL, 45 15. I think this is our fourth or fifth Scorigami this year, and we still have at least six weeks to go. Six, five, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. That's five weeks left in the season. Your stat of the day, item 21. New England lost 6-0 to the Chargers. Didn't watch the game. I might watch the condensed game and then vomit into a trash can. However, they're the first team since 1938 to lose three in a row when holding the opposing team to 10 points or fewer. That's an amazing stat. They lost in Germany to the Colts 10 6. They lost to the Giants 10 7. And now they've lost to the Chargers 6 0. There's no way that Belichick is back. No way. Item 22 Derek Carr is broken. This guy already missed time earlier this year after getting walloped in the, Char- in the Packers game. Uh, in week number two, this week against the Lions, he left the game with a concussion, a shoulder injury, and a back injury. The Saints signed Derek Carr saying, you know what, I think he's pretty good. He's only 32. Sign him to a four-year, $150 million deal, of which a full $100 million is guaranteed. Item 23, how'd my picks do with Mr. X? Not great. Arizona, winner, plus five and a half outright. Colts minus one and a half, winner. Commanders plus the nine and a half, not nearly enough. And the Patriots plus five and a half. I think the line floated up to six and a half by the time the day was done. That was a narrow loser, two and two on the week. Not good enough. I'll try harder next week. Item 24, Thursday night. You ready? Start of week 14. Pittsburgh. New England. Trubisky versus Bailey Zappi. Huh? Huh? You better hug it. You better love it. You better bet the game at mybookie.com because remember, it's a long, long offseason once the football is done. Item number 25. Did you see the chain gang guy wiped out in the Lions Saints game? Oh my God. He's going to live, but he's not going to be walking very well for quite a while. Nick Piazza, his name, he was holding the first down marker, got wiped out by an Alvin Kamara play, and they showed his leg, and as soon as they did, they turned it away and said, oh, boy. Broken kneecap, fractured fibia, and it's a mess. It's a dangerous sideline. I still would love to be on one someday. That's a that's a bucket list for me to be on an NFL sideline during a game. To either work the chain gang or to be the orange glove guy, the guy that makes sure to let TV know, okay, it's safe to come back, they're ready to play football, or the parabolic mic guy. Cause I would love to hear what these players are saying to each other. Holy shit. Item twenty six: Tank Dell season is over for the tight for the uh, Texans. This sucks because Tank Dell was really good, and he was probably butting for potential rookie of the year. Ankle surgery, season done. Tough blow for a Texans team that was really enjoying this surge, coming off last year's debacle. Item twenty seven: This is maybe not NFL, but I got to do a piece on this later in the week. You guys seen the ESPN bet commercial? Now that Penn National, after jumping off of Barstool, got in with ESPN, you see the ESPN bet commercial with the thoroughly unlikable and virulently woke L. Duncan at a supposed high school or college reunion in which these three, two awkward guys, one awkward girl, go up to this woman and say, hey, you here with Old Timmy, shiver me Timbo, you hear the one about the inner tube hot tub story or something like that, and she says in quite disgust, yeah, I've heard that a lot this week. L. Duncan sidles over to her and says, are you betting against the home team at a homecoming? And she's like, yeah, their linebackers are really soft. Duncan then chimes in with, and their secondary is trash, adding, don't forget to act sad when they lose. I'm assuming that ad has to be only for women. Because I think no guy looks at that ad and says, oh, I want to give ESPN bet my money because boy, do they fucking hate men. First of all, show the men in the ad as complete losers. You here with old Timmy? (laughs) And then have women who have never played tackle football, who don't know the first definition of what soft is or not, even though I railed on things being soft, saying I hear their defense is soft, and then the other one says, yeah, and their secondary is trash. Let's bet against them. I still don't think many women are betting football. I think women like that are in the extreme minority So good luck with that ad campaign. I hate that commercial. Item 28, Zabe's top three NFL uniforms, traditional versions, meaning these are the ones that are considered the de facto standard uniform, not alternates, not throwbacks, not fauxbacks. Top three NFL uniforms. Number three, I'm biased, the Green Bay Packers. Iconic, unchanging, classic. Number two, the Colts. Again, simple, crisp. The double whites with the blue, magic. And number one, it's got to be the Niners. The Niners classic uniforms with the gold pants, the white tops, although they still look good with the gold and the red on top, but I like the whites even better. With the red trim and lettering, oh, my God. I mean, it's chef kiss. It's really good. Item number 29, does anybody rent or enjoy those hot tubs or the hot tub at the Jaguars games? I'm getting ready to settle in and watch the game tonight. And I'm thinking, are they going to show people in the hot tub watching the Jaguars and the Bengals tonight? Do people still rent it? Do they like being wet? Do they, I mean, what do you do? Was there a changing area? I don't know how that works. Yes, it's warm ish in in Jacksonville right now, but it's still December. Is the hot tub sufficiently heated? When the season is early on, is the hot tub a cold tub? Is it cool, like a little swimming pool? I wonder. Item number 30 Reuben Foster, remember him? the troubled linebacker for the Niners who was cut by the Niners, signed by the Redskins. Then there was some dispute as to whether or not, holy shit, wait a minute, he might have actually went on a rampage against his girlfriend in a hotel room in Florida. Reuben Foster is apparently being, they're going to kick the tires on him with the Miami Dolphins. He was last seen playing linebacker for the USFL's Pittsburgh Maulers. Item 31, Matt LaFleur is now 16-0 in December. I don't care that Rodgers accounted for most of it when he was there. It's a hell of a record, isn't it? Of course, he has lost some games in January like he did last year to the Lions in week 18 when they had to win at home to get in. So there's that. And then finally, there's this. Mike Evans has now joined Jerry Rice as the only receivers in NFL history with double-digit 1,000-yard receiving seasons. Rice has 14, Evans has 10. Evans is an absolute son of a bitch. He is a great receiver. But with that much production, there's going to be a push to put him in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if he's a Hall of Fame player, but still, hell of a career for Mike Evans, who now joins the hallowed ground of just him and Jerry Rice with 10 or more years of 1,000 yards. Receiving. All right, that'll do it for today. I don't know what you thought about the format. All NFL ish, just you and me, 33 minutes of one take podcasting, and it's on this new Road Roadcaster Duo with the MTH headset, which may or may not sound good. I don't know. I've got a bit of a cold brewing, or so it seems, so maybe that's affected my tonality maybe you're saying Zabe you overthink this quality stuff way too much your quality on your podcasts is not only good enough it's better than most better than most we just want to hear your dumb ramblings your bad predictions and your occasional funny zas okay then feedback always welcome that zabe at yahoo.com you can also uh, hit me up on Twitter but be polite you come at me. You come at me, you try to make me look foolish, or you you say things that are out of line, I'll block your ass. Sometimes I unblock people with a proper apology and a sincere note. Hit me up at uh, Zay, Charlie Zulu, Alpha Bravo Echo on Twitter. All right, that's it for me today. Thanks so much for listening. Spread the word, rate and review, tickle the algorithmic gods so that they smile upon us and bless our digital crops. Enjoy tonight's final game of week number 13, and we will see you next time. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding